Here, and you know what's even better? No, that's how we're going to start the video right there. I just that. with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, who's this, who's, who's this old guy that still lives with this? Mom, meatloaf! <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is LA Kings Fan Talk, where we know nothing. I'm Rodney. I'm here with Rob and Mike, and this is the 2021-2022 LA Kings season preview. All right, Mike, let's start with you. Kings were a little busy this offseason with some uh, additions. What do you think about the offseason? Deneau was awesome, man. Uh, helps Kopitar out. <laughs> what the... Uh, it helps Velarde out for sure, and hopefully it helps Byfield out. But Byfield's hurt, so it doesn't matter right now. Uh, Edler's whatever. He's like adding Fnuff back. It's just a leadership move, but he's the sixth defenseman, so who cares? Like, is he really going to make a difference? Uh, he's not going to play top four, so it doesn't matter. Uh, little Russian kid is super creative, and I like him. Arvidsson, uh, I feel like he could be good things. Seems like preseason, Dustin Brown and Kopitar really tried hard to get him the puck to get some more shots on that to get some goals going. So I feel like he'll be good. Goals. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, exactly. Goals would be nice. Um, adding a guy like Arvidsson will bring somebody that has scored 30 goals to the line, unlike Ayafalo, who's been unable to to even score 20 for us, right? Um so hopefully that, that pans out two goals playing with Kopitar. Hopefully he could find his scoring touch again. But um do like uh the Deneau uh signing as well. Um but yes, I do believe that. I believe uh he's gonna extend Kopitar's career another season or two, hopefully, so where he's not doing all the heavy list lifting in the defensive zone as uh Deno is a face-off specialist, so hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll help help out Kopitar more than than the young kids as well. So, looking like, forward, uh, looking forward to it. I feel like our uh, our uh, group text message. I was one hundred percent all about Deno and the signing, and I feel like someone else was fighting me on it. I don't know who it was, but that that was me, and I'll still fight. <laughs> I'll still fight the term. Yeah, I'll still fight the term on the signing. Hey, you gotta overpay. We suck, man. We don't have to overpay. We don't have to overpay. Yeah, we suck. No, we're not Ottawa. We're not. We're like we're we're right next to Edmonton. We're not Calgary. No, we don't need to overpay. Oh, we're definitely not Edmonton. We haven't had like ten years of the first round pick, but uh, we're definitely we don't need to overpay. I I hate that talk. I hate I hate guys that say we need to overpay. You you listen to to some podcast on the East Coast that said that. (laughs) All right, let's get into the uh, preseason. Did you guys, uh, you guys catch any preseason games? Rob, you can go first. No, absolutely. I've watched all of them, man. Just, you know, watched, uh, <clears throat> saw the Kings versus Kings, saw the preseason games, and just been watching. There's just been a lot of young kid stuff. You know, everyone's all so amped about our our prospects, but guess what? Our prospects aren't going to aren't going to win games for us this year. They're going to be playing down in, in the minors. So um, we're still stuck with apparently Ayafalo being a top six forward. Um, we're still stuck with Kempe not knowing how good he is. 
Um, and and the pre these preseason games, I ha I didn't see them change one bit either. You know, it's not like if uh, if not it's can't can't be can be that twenty five to thirty goal scorer for us with the minutes. But what what does he need to do? Is it just confidence thing? Shoot more? What does he have to do? He has to score. He has to he has to score. It's 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 not it's it's about just finishing. And that's why I think that so many people are are really happy about our prospect pool is because we have finishers. You know, Fagamo and and Kaliev have some of the best shots in their age groups. And you know, for for guys that are that are under you know twenty three years old or whatnot, and I'm 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 waiting for that to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen this year. Obviously. We'll get to talking about the lines. Kaliev, as of right now, is going to be up at the big club. And I, I'm just super excited about a guy that actually knows how to finish. So, and and I'm going to say it ad nauseum about Iofalo and Kempe being top six guys, getting top six minutes. And they can't score 30 goals playing with a with an absolute superstar like Kobita. So... Yeah, I'll uh, I'll save that for when we talk about the lines as well, because I'm somewhat in agreement. Uh, but preseason is weird. Like everyone makes a big deal about preseason. Like Kempe didn't score. I followed in score. I don't think Kopitar scored. But for a lot of not so much Kempe and I followed, but like Kopitar, Brown, like Arvidsson, like they're just tuning up. Like they're not playing 100. percent They're just kind of going through the motions. Don't get hurt. Dowdy the same way. A lot of the veterans are just. Just don't get hurt, you know what I mean? Uh, like Bifoot got hurt, and that's a big bummer. Uh, the kids are obviously playing to try and win a spot, but a lot of the veterans are just playing to get to regular season because we kind of know what they bring um, in regards to the preseason, yeah. But I mean, we'll talk about lines. I definitely want to go into lines. I think Rob and I are probably going to go on the same page on that. But Well, that's different. Ronnie, what do you think of preseason? It's totally different because I always thought you were a huge I follow fan. I mean, you got what three or four I follow jerseys in your closet or something like that. Yeah, was it the? Uh, I think it was the hockey hooligans. Uh, I have their shirt. I don't have jerseys. I have their shirt. The uh, well, the uh, Alex leads. Alex leads. I follow. That's the shirt. Yeah. Well, uh, but again, like Rob said, I think I follow is like a. He's a great third line player. He's a borderline second line player. Yeah, yeah. At best, totally agree with you. But again, and he's playing on Kopitar's line, but nobody's taking his spot away in the past couple of years. So, but how, how do we know? But, how, how do we know? Does but, McClellan give anybody else a chance? I don't know. But see, I, I feel bad saying all that stuff sometimes, just simply because it's not their fault. I'm, he's not purposely trying to. I mean, he's not Evander Kane, right? He's not purposely trying to miss goals. <laughs> right. You know, if, if he could be a thirty goal scorer, he would be. But um, and it's not. It's. I can't be a 30 goal scorer in the league. So it's not like if I'm talking shit about I follow, but simply for him to garner, you know, the term we gave him, I, I don't know. I just thought I'm a little bit of a hater simply because I think there's other guys in the league that could have got $4 million, four years, whatnot, and come and score over 20 goals with a guy like Andre Kopitar. So I don't know, but that's always been the, uh, it's always been the theme, right? Like, oh, put them with Kopitar and they'll be great. But very few people are. Well, I will forever. I my 
the way I judge a player is based on their salary. What are they doing for the team? And that's why, I, you know, it's funny how the best players on the teams are usually the ones I don't like the most, you know, Drew Doughty and stuff, whatnot. <laughs> you know, holy crap. Doughty finally had a season last year don't even start that, was worth, that was worth, you know, being paid as a, as a top defenseman. He was a top defenseman in the league. Now he deserves that. But the years before last, he was not playing like a top defenseman. He's a, he's a, makes bad decisions, right. you know, and, and it's. I think it was, well, I don't know. It's because you got a man crush on Dowdy. Yeah, you think you're Dowdy when you play you, and you're just, and you, <laughs> you, you are, because you're terrible. You're yeah, terrible out there making just bad sure. decisions. No, I just think but. he was, you know, he was trying to do too much and he's on a shitty team and. I know, like, all these people beat up Dowdy, they beat up Carlson, saying they're shit, but they're all playing on shitty teams. Like, what do you expect going to happen? There's five other defensemen. They're all letting goals in. And, yeah, your plus minus is going to suck, and your team sucks, and you're going to try to do too much. And that's what's bad. Like, I played on a super shitty team, and everyone else becomes shitty because of that. All right, let's move this along. Rob, you brought up Cali of uh, the Kings opening night, opening night roster. It's been finalized with the Sant Wagner strand. Both cleared waivers. Going to start with Ontario. Uh, obviously, Byfield, Athanasiu, possibly Mata going to start on the IR, although I heard that Mata was wearing the black today, not the no-contact red, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but yeah, Cali making team. I really like that, um, simply because we have nobody that scores goals on this team. So... We have at least one person scoring goals. That'll help. Uh, yeah. Rob, what are your thoughts on the opening night roster and what, what you've done differently if you were the coach or GM? Um, probably wouldn't have done much anything different. I mean, it's, it is it is what it is. I'm really happy about Kaliev. Um, if we're going to do this, we're going to get together. We're going to talk about Kings hockey because that's we're, we're Kings fans. We're not doing this for – for, you know, fame and fortune by any means. So if we end up doing this over and over and over again, I think you're going to start understanding how much I like Kaliev. I'm going to talk about Kaliev nonstop. I might even, if I have another kid, I might name him Kaliev. Who knows? I like it. Um, so with him making the club, unfortunately, the reason why he made it is because Byfield got injured. Um, he, he, He's a finisher. He is what I want. I personally, I hope he doesn't start on the fourth line. I hope, I hope he gets some third line love. He, there, he, you know. he was skating with uh, Velarde and uh, and the Russian today. Yeah, and, that, and the third line. line. And I think that that would be awesome. If if that's the case, that's going to be awesome. Um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about the lines as we go along. But um, as far as the roster being finalized, like I like Strand. I like Strand probably a little better than uh, Willannon, um, but we're we're talking a seventh defenseman, so it really really doesn't matter all too much, whatnot. So, you know, I'm, I'm here. We are. We, we got our roster. We're ready to go. Let's let's get out there and compete and 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 hopefully fight for a playoff spot, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little while too. Um, so, I mean, Willannon's no Davis Jurisky, but I guess he'll be a good seventh defenseman. Uh, <laughs> another another jersey you have collecting dust in your closet. Solid, solid forty four back there, you know. Uh, no, I mean the roster's fine. I'm glad they 
waived Wagner. Wagner's too inconsistent. Um, Strands, whatever. Like he's good for a call up. Uh, I'm really curious to see what happens with Atencio when whenever he comes off. I really feel like he it's got to be traded at this point. There's no place for him to fit, right? Like he's not going to be a fourth liner. Um, Kelly has got a good chance to shine right now if he's got that third spot, that third line spot. Uh, if he can score some goals, I mean, he might just stay there. And I feel like Leas Anderson should be a fourth liner anyways. Like, I mean, they, that line's had really good chemistry, but if Anthony, I mean, if uh, Kelly F can score, like keep him there, you know, uh, he's a goal scorer. He needs to be at least in the middle six to start. Um, You're not a fan of the Velarde Leas Anderson connection on the third line. You want to? No, no. Down? I mean, I mean, it, it's it's been good. I mean, it's it's been good. But I feel like if Kelly up, like Kelly up, can't be a fourth liner. Like he's not a fourth liner. So if you put him out there with whoever's on the fourth line, if it's more than Lazat and him, like it's just not going to benefit him. He might as well be back in Ontario. Uh, he's got a real shot to shine on the third line and go from there. Um, the only other person I think that should have got a better shot was Kapari. I feel like Kapari played really good in the preseason, and I felt like he would have been a good fit as the fourth-line right winger. Um, along with along with all that, talking about the fourth line, you know, you're going to be looking at Trevor Moore, who is actually on our team better than a fourth-liner, but it's it's you know if he's at the fourth line that means we're we're getting some depth that we do need but between Blake Lazat, Trevor Moore, uh, and Brendan Lemieux and Leah Anderson between those four guys any combination of those three down fourth line I think that's going to be pretty effective you know checking line getting out there you know giving us a good eight ten minutes a, a game right, or right. getting a little ahead of ourselves I think we have questions coming up soon yeah because it's uh, definitely talking about Lemieux later because I do want to. All right, really quick, little bonus uh, first intermission question. Rob, why should Kings fans poke check the like button and subscribe to our channel? <laughs> well, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't even know we're doing this on, on the channel thing. Yeah, hey, I, I know I do know this much. Uh, Michael's pretty good looking sometimes. There you go. So I'm getting older though. Maybe, maybe we problem, get a female so. following. Poke yeah, check that we, like button for Mike. We we need to capitalize now before I get too old, you know. <laughs> All right, let's get into the lines. Uh, the Kings are going to open up the season with a top line of Arvidsson, Kopitar, and Brown. What's I mean, start this? You, Mike, why don't you start? What are your thoughts on the first line? I mean, you kind of have to open with that line, right? Because Brown's led the team in scoring last year, um, and him and Kopitar have obviously been a good pair for forever. Uh, and Arvidsson's he's a shooter, so I don't know if you guys noticed, but I felt like a lot of time in the preseason – Kopitar and Brown were doing a lot just to get him the puck, to get him shots on net, to kind of get him going. Uh, I feel like it'd be a good addition as soon as he starts scoring. I feel like once he scores a little bit, it'll just start bunching up and we'll get a lot of goals out of him. Uh, so I like it. It almost reminds me of Kopitar, Brown, and Williams. He's like Williams 2.0, right? And I feel like Williams, besides Brown, was fucking Kopitar's fucking BFF. So Wait, just to clarify, you are saying Arvidsson is Williams 2.0? Yeah, what did I say? Sorry. No, I was just making sure. Just making sure. Is that what I said? Yeah. All right. Sorry. A little bit of wine, but yeah, keep going. I mean, he's totally Justin Williams 2.0, right? He's coming off double injury, and everyone's uh, skeptic of what what his, uh, his potential is because he's been injured. He scored a lot of goals before, and that's exactly what Justin Williams was before he came to the Kings. Is he a former Stanley Cup winner? 
He has not, but he went to the Stanley Cup, so kind of close. Rob, what are your um, thoughts on the first line? The only problem is we didn't trade Jack um, for himself. Big Dustin Brown fan. Absolutely love Dustin Brown. He's I've been my, you know, him and Koptar have been have been it for me for the last and Daddy. Yeah, um, but but I would not mind seeing Brown not on the first line. I really wouldn't. Um, you could really go Kopi Arvidsson, and you could put almost anybody not named Alex Alex Iafalo on that line, and I'd be pretty happy about it. Love to see Koptar Arvidsson and the new uh, Kachev kid. You know. Um, can't be even give you you know you want to see i i'm not i haven't given a little up sweetest Kempe connection yet. yeah i haven't given up on Kempe yet and i wouldn't mind seeing kopitar uh centering arvison and Kempe. you know that that'd be a good little little thing going on there too so uh, and if there's uh, any chance of moving velarde to a wing you know to just to make room for when byfield comes back or whatnot you know you, but so I wouldn't mind seeing Dustin Brown going down to a third line or even playing on a fourth line with with the Trevor Moore or whatnot. And I think that would be pretty phenomenal because I think Brown is so interchangeable and has such a good rounded game. He can play anywhere and with any one. Right. So. And why 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 give him all those minutes if we could prolong his career by another year or two? Exactly. I mean. Exactly. Would wouldn't you guys say though that it's Brown should start on the first line, and someone should take it from him, or it's his spot to lose. I don't. I don't think he really cares to win or lose or anything. Brown's just the type of guy that tell me what what to do, and I'll do it. I mean, he's. But I'm. I'm just saying, like, between the chemistry that Kopitar and Brown have, and Brown's the leading scorer, like, isn't that his job to lose? Like, isn't it like someone should force him out of that spot? Like, if Velarde gets, if Byfield comes back and Velarde gets moved to the wing, Velarde should be playing good enough. To warrant moving Brown down, but I'm almost like let's give somebody like, a chance. Like, like throw I, throw throw a young kid up there, see if they can earn the spot. If they can't, you can always put Brown back my, up there. My, yeah, but he, but even like he's already lost it. We, he's been a top line winger with Kopitar, and we haven't made the playoffs in in a few years. It, it's, true, but it's that, lost that's, already. That's it's a whole just, that's a that's a whole team thing. Okay, oh, exactly. It and it starts with the top, and that top line just doesn't score enough goals. So I would say the Browns scores enough goals. Okay, great. Yeah, last year on a COVID season, playing against the Ducks ten times. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. but he's no one else scored any of the goals. We need a top line winger that's going to score. I'm asking for thirty. All there's, you know how many teams no, no, have no, 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 goal no, scores? No, I, I can agree. Lines? You know, you know who I'd love to see on that line at midway through the season. Who should be on that line? It should be Turcotte on the wing with Kopitar. And Turcotte's not going to score 40 Arvidsson. goals his yeah. freshman year. Oh, my God. No, I'm not. I'm by midseason. If you see this, like like it was stated in the beginning, we know nothing about hockey. <laughs> yeah, we definitely do. We like guys just because we like guys. Not yeah. because we think, hey, he's got this really great wrist shot and snapshot. Hey, it's Man Crush Monday. Yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah, exactly. Mike likes Turcotte because he's got a cool last name. I, I, who knows? All right, let's go to the second line. Uh, they have Kempe, Deneau, and Rob's favorite player. Uh, I have Follow. Slotted on the sure. second line. Mike, what do you think about the, the second line? No, I think I think Rob should start this, but I will say right now, Rob, what do you think? Do you think I, A, love this line or B, hate this line? Okay. 
Do, who, do, if you love it? Yeah. Do I A, love this line or B, hate this line? Oh, you love it. You you love to know. No, I hate this line. Love I follow. No, no. You want to know I hate this line? Uh, I think this line is great at uh, driving offense, but never scoring. I thought you would like it because they're they're. I see initials. three. I see three guys that will keep the puck in the offensive zone, but never score a goal. I thought you'd like it because their initials make it the dick line. Oh well, yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't even think about that, but I guess I now love it. So all right, game over. <laughs> New favorite uh, line. Um, I don't. Do you, do you agree with me? Do you agree with me? What I'm saying though? No, I, I wouldn't even listen to your reaction. Um, <laughs> I don't do like, mean, like. I feel like I feel like they just they drive the puck in the offensive zone, but I don't see a lot of goals coming out of them. Yeah, no duh. I mean, yeah. you're just kept yeah. obvious stuff you're saying right now. Yeah, I know, but you know, which is exactly what this podcast is. is. It's yeah. hey, we're going to you know, you know who it fucking obvious fit. things. You know who would fit perfect on that line? Who's that? Kaliev. Sure. Um, yeah. there's, there's, you know, Denial, I follow in Kaliev. So, so everybody's cool with Deneau as a second line center, just to clarify. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So here's what I got to say about that line is I honestly play in armchair GM. I would love to see I follow and Kempe in a package, send them away for a true top six. What about for a... And move and move Brown to the second and line. Then, and then now yeah. you can put anybody. We got a, We have a log jam. Or Velarde. We have a log jam. That helps what about, what about for a top there. left-handed defenseman? Or are you guys oh, yeah. big Mike Anderson? Yeah, we don't need – okay, yeah. Get rid of both of them in a package deal for, for a top defenseman. Yeah. And then now we have some open spots to right. let some of these kids come and play. For sure. Uh, but it is what I, it is as of right now. And – uh Hopefully, if they can just play even hockey rather than minus hockey, maybe we'll have some chances here. And I feel like they'll play even hockey, but as a, I mean, if you told me that was a third line, I would love every second. Exactly. Because the, that's been the story for the past three seasons for us is is our top sports are not first, top sports. Yeah, we have a first line, and then we have two and third a, lines, yep. and a fourth line. That was a good two C, but I mean, but I he's, just a better, he's a better three C. No, no, no. I don't mind him to see for now. Uh, I wait for Velarde or Byfield or Turcotte or somebody to become the 2C down the line. Uh, the problem is, like, the wingers, like, Kempe is, like, super hit or miss. Like, he'll score seven goals in three games and then won't score for another 15 games, you know? Yeah, if we, uh, if we played the Canadians, like, every game, he'd score a hat-trick yeah. every game, we'd be good to go. Uh, I think Kaliev should be on that line. If you're really going to give him a shot, give him a shot, move him up with um, to know and see how it goes. All right, let's talk about the third line, which is slated to be Velarde, Centerine, Ketchup, and Leas Anderson, unless Anderson is still injured and Kaliev goes in his place. Which, which is what how I'll talk about it is, yeah. you know, that third line. This is this is what preseason does for for everybody. Right now, there hasn't been a game, and and I can sit here and say, oh my God, this is going to be such an exciting line to watch, and they're going to be so great this and so great that. Velarde's, you know, catching catching fire here in the preseason. The the catch tip is slick as they come. I'm, I really really like them. And then if we could get Kalia finishing with those with those slicksters out there. 
we got a potentially a third line that can that can really really score for us, which is what we've been lacking for such a long time. And I can I can see them offensively easily being better than our second line, easily. Do you so, think a coach will have the intestinal fortitude to make that switch and give those guys second line minutes? And I, well, I you know honestly I. The way it's probably going to be is there are the, all three lines are going to get equal amount of time. Actually, you know he's, he's going to roll those three lines pretty much as much as they can, and and knowing how how serviceable our fourth line is going to be, I, I can see us the the fourth line playing more than just eight to ten minutes a game. You know, I could see them playing 14, 16 minutes a game and and having a really truly balanced. Especially because Byfield was going to be the fourth line center. So that made me think even more that they were going to roll four lines pretty even. Right. They wanted to give him more minutes to see what he could do. Yeah. I like that third line. The only thing that scares me about Velarde is Velarde scores a lot of goals or he puts a lot of points in garbage time. So in the beginning of last season, he was doing good when we were all rolling great. And then we were kind of coming into tough times, you know, we were fighting for a playoff spot, and he disappeared. You understand he's 22 years old, right? I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay. And, and and again, he's probably it's probably because he's only 22, and that is something that, you know, probably gets forgotten, that he's the same age as Anderson Dolan and some of those guys. Uh, but he puts up a lot of points when it doesn't really matter. And, again, it's preseason. He put up a lot of points at the end of season when we were eliminated from the playoffs and he started scoring – he started scoring in his first year when he came up when, again, we were out of the playoffs. It was our garbage time. And so I'm just curious. Again, he's only 22. He's Italian, which Rob loves. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just hoping that it's more like he matures into a better player and we're not just looking at a bunch of garbage point. Time. I, I do like that he uh, he knows the knock on him is his skating and he went out and worked with the skating coach this off season. I mean, he could have went off and gambled and not seen his kid at all like other hockey players, but no, he, he's doing what he needs to do. All right. Uh, but I mean, he, he's going to get moved to the wing at some point, right? Not, not, not if he, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. It's, it's a pretty good center. So who knows? All right, Mike, second intermission question. Why should Kings fans spear the like button and subscribe to our channel? uh because we have no idea what we're talking about we are uh we have minimal hockey experience i think we have bush league uh hockey a bunch of adult league hockey players talking about the kings though we are very passionate and we've all been paying very close attention to the kings for a while yeah but talking about what we see and it'd be great in front of staples center though so (laughs) for something Actually, I think that's a good reason to watch his channel is we're just Kings fans. We don't have connections. We're not going to not talk smack about somebody that's playing like crap just because Zach we know Dooley. them. Unless right. the Kings Dooley want to start, pay- if the Kings want to start paying us, then we'll follow suit. So. You negative. See that negative. We'll still right? talk crap. We, we didn't even talk about the fourth line, though. We didn't even talk about the fourth line. Yeah, right. yeah, it's whatever, but I mean, well, I'll tell you that, like, I don't know. Moore's obviously a fixture in the fourth line. Uh, everyone else is fluctuating around him. I feel like Kapari should have been the right winger on the fourth line. It was his time to shine. Center, I mean, Lazat, John, you could fucking fill in whoever, but obviously Byfield had his shot. 
until he got hurt. I mean, guys like Wagner, Grunstrom, Lazat, good guys, whatever, but I was so willing to throw them all on the waiver wires to give guys like Cali have a chance, by feel a oh, chance. And, but. and back to Lemieux, like, I felt like when I first saw Lemieux break into the league with Winnipeg, like, he was flying around throwing the body, and I don't see it as much. Well, we I, did need see, to, I did see a little more this preseason. We need to Lemieux. In the last season. When I look, if if I look at our forwards, we need Lemieux. We, we yeah, are, we definitely we need are, We are soft. If I look yeah. at our entire team, and we're we soft. are soft. Yeah. We are soft. Yeah. I mean, and especially, I don't know if you guys know those New Jerseys, but we're trying to roll out with white gloves. We are not a white glove team. We are not tough enough to be a white glove team. We're get, we, we need somebody we're to defend. We're going to need Lemieux and line up on white glove night. <laughs> yeah, so true. We're more like red penny night, right? Yeah. And as much as uh, Wagner couldn't score on a breakaway to save his life, except for the preseason, uh, he was one of the only guys that would actually check people on the Kings. He was, you know, a bigger guy, had if, some physicality to, to his game, but uh, yeah. If, Wagner no. wants to get wants to get his spot back in the Kings. He needs to start fighting a lot. Yeah, right he now. needs to be Lemieux with that speed and the havoc he can create with also fighting. Who do we have that would drop the gloves right now, other than Lemieux? Jonathan Quick. That's about it, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. So. All right, exactly. Let's move on to the defense. Oh, uh, I'm I'm surprised Mike didn't say I follow Will. He does everything. <laughs> No, I I don't know why you think I'm a big I follow lover. I mean, he's like I said, he's a third line winger, maybe borderline. Hey, second Rodney, line. Rodney, how much does I follow weigh? Uh, that's a good question. I would say a buck eighty. What do you think? So, so three hundred eighty with Mike swinging from his nuts, or <laughs> probably, probably right. I, I got yeah, I got maybe. a good uh, I think for so you guys know I follow's parents own that bar in what Buffalo. They all watch. Yeah, the Kings. I say uh, our next uh, YouTube video, we all fly out there and we do a live video stream from his parents' bar and we just talk smack yeah, so them. So they can come and stab me in the back of the neck? <laughs> yeah. Let's get a couple of fans before we do that. But yeah, right. keep going. Let's move right. on to defense. All, right all, defense. all right, defense. Here we go. Uh, the Kings are going with the top pairing of Dowdy and Mikey Anderson. Uh, what are your thoughts on this pairing, Rob? Whatever. Um, yeah, it's... Um, Drew Doughty is a top defenseman when he wants to be in the entire league, when he wants to be. Um, hopefully, hopefully he wants to be this season for, for the entire season. Uh, Mikey Anderson seems to have some type of chemistry with him. So it's an obvious choice for our top pairing and I have no problems with it. I just, I hope Anderson, I hope Mike Anderson gets, you know, a year wiser and a year better this year to, to help out. But, it is what it is. He seemed so to have a little that, uh, bit of brownitis where like he'd fall down a lot. I'm like, is this Dustin Brown 2.0? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Mike, what do you think? I was gonna say you guys are getting some uh Mag vibes. Not from not from Mike. No? no. But I mean, we're talking about like what is he, 22, 23 year old Mike Anderson? Yeah, he's you don't to... you don't think he could develop into Maddie Norsham? No. Mm, I just don't see the same type of player. Matty loved physicality. Player. He loved getting hit. He loved taking right. hits. I, don't, I just don't yeah. see the I same type of player. I, I was just thinking more like defensive play. I Yeah, without the physicality, I guess. So, uh, not, so not Matty. Uh, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> no. so basically, okay. you and I, we look exactly the same except for our hair, <laughs> our eyes, our eyes. But, but exactly the same. Yeah, I get spot it. on. Spot on. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. No, I, 
I, I, I don't, I mean, daddy likes playing with Anderson. So keep it going. They played well together last year. Hopefully daddy has a better year. Daddy's trying to make team Canada. So hopefully that all turns out good. All right. King second pairing. What? It's oh. very blah, right? Yeah. Is this very Roy? Blah? Yeah. He's... What do you think? Couple, couple younger guys. I mean, I know Roy is uh, over twenty-five. What is he? Twenty-five, twenty-six, but he's still young enough for a defenseman. And uh, I'm hoping that doesn't become a oh my god, they made a mistake that cost us the game. Oh my god, they made a mistake that cost us a goal. Stuff like that. Um, I like Roy a lot. I I really like Tobias a lot, but just because I like him doesn't mean they're any good. I, I don't. I, as far as second second pairings go, it's one of the weaker ones in, in the league. Yeah, yeah. It just like when I, when I see them, I'm like, it's very like, it's not a bad thing. It's just very like blah. You know what I mean? They're not pushing the offense too much, but they're really good defensively. But usually that means if they're really good defensively, you don't really notice them because they're doing the right, right things. And moving right into the third pairing. Are we- third pair, go Rod. We're ready. Go. Recording. All right. So, all right. Third pair. Rounding out the defense. Or defense, or defense with a C if you're Canadian. Uh, the Kings will have Edler and Walker as the third pairing. Uh, maybe a little Wolanin as he's starting the year as the seventh defenseman. Mike, what are your thoughts on this pairing? I was really hoping it was going to be uh, Edler and Walker with Clegg as the seventh defenseman, and then Clegg hopping in ever so often, back-to-back games, you know, every other game, give Edler breaks, and give Clegg a chance to – Cracked lineup, but then at the same time, I really don't like Clegg and Walker together because that's two very similar players that are both small and are both offensive, and that probably would not be a good pair. I mean, there's a good chance that Wolanin just gets sent down if Mott is healthy, since he was practicing in the black, and it would be yeah. Edler mm-hmm. and Mata going back and forth. What do you think about that, Rob? Yeah, well, actually, our, our third pairing with Walker and Edler – I'm actually happy with I as much as uh, I'm underwhelmed by our second pairing. I'm actually quite hopeful for our third pairing. I think Edler is an absolutely proven veteran. That's good. Perfect for our third line and Walker. He's maybe he could uh, learn a little something from, from the old man there and, and make that step to being a, an even better defenseman than what I think he, because I, I like Walker a lot. I really do. You know, uh, ever since we lost Voinoff and, and whatnot, that right-handed defenseman that that needs just to complement Dowdy, I think Walker can actually step up and do that a little better than Wa- uh, Roy can. I keep saying Wa- Roy. Um, well, well, Annan, you know, I, I'm more for Mata. I'd rather see Mata you know, when he comes off IR or whatnot, I think that's going to happen in only a week, right? Um, so yeah. I think uh, Walker's a little underrated. He brings some offense to his game for I, sure. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Mike, and actually, I'm uh, good in preseason. What are you going to say, bro? I'm, I'm going to actually say, wow, you actually see something in Clay. So I, I like Clay a lot. I really do. I, I'm surprised because you don't recognize talent ever. So yeah, you know, I'm very, I'm very, uh, I have a really bad eye for talent. Uh, I'm partially blind. Uh, I pick all the wrong players. I do. Yeah. I like Clegg as uh, well. I mean, if players aren't handsome, I don't like them. So you obviously know that. Uh, any other thing I should uh, mention real quick? 
Uh, one other thing too is like I feel like Roy and Walker are kind of just they're placeholders for the time yeah. being because I feel like we've got some good guys coming up on the right side. Yeah. There, there was a there was a moment was it last year or the year before where both Walker and Roy were out and our defense looked like absolute crap and I'm like yeah, oh I really want Roy I, we need Roy and Walker on our team it was it was yeah no it was uh, really bad when they when they both got hurt but I feel like you know like Jordan Spence is like he's doing really good I don't know if he'll ever make it you um, know he is, I, I actually I think Jordan Spence I I think he can I think he's really really good he's talented yeah. man um size wise no. He's only twenty. I don't. But, but if he's your, if he's if he's the third pair defenseman, bringing a lot of offensive ability. Yeah, I think he's really right. good. Yeah, but but you said about the right side. I mean, there's uh, Dursey is ever going to pan out? I defenseman's a little different, you know. So yeah, twenty two year old defenseman is is young, young, and Dursey's right. twenty two. You got the the Helga Brands kid that everyone's really really high on. And then Strand is still available, you know, to, to come up and down with, with Spence. So there are guys, those are four guys right there on the right side that can come up and down and, and do some things for us. If, if we need to package some deals, you know, if we go Kempe, I follow Roy, Hey, who wants this package for one guy and make room for, for more guys, who knows? Right. And I like, I think, uh, I think Rodney, you said earlier, but everyone talks about, you know, when I say everyone, I mean like other podcasts, other Kings people talk about like, oh, the Kings just need that dynamic left wing defenseman. But like, why? Like, why can't we have two or three stay at home defensemen on left side? Is left is left is a left wing defenseman? Is that like a new? Sorry, fuck, is dude, that a new position? It's that the alcohol. Yeah, or? it's the alcohol. You know, it's the okay. alcohol. Um, so I've got a little bit of alcohol. Disclaimer. Um, so yeah, the left D defenseman. Um, Left. Redundant, okay, redundant. Right. I get it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right, dude. See now, right. left, anyway. not right. Yeah. D yeah. defenseman. Yeah, no, not the guy on the right, but the guy on the left. Uh, but o- what's the problem? The right D defenseman. Left, the left about. side. Yeah, I mean, because obviously Anderson and Bjornford aren't that offensively talented right now. Right. Uh, but what's wrong with them being on the left side and having a dynamic right defenseman when you have Dowdy, you have Clark, and you have Spence Clark coming up? Until after college is over, so no, he's not college. He's in the he's in juniors. I mean juniors, yes, yes, yes. He's got mono. Yeah, yeah. We're not. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about the future. I'm talking about like well, talk, going through. Well, this is we're, we're this, not this, in the future. This, 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 this year, this is because I said because I said that like Roy and Walker are kind of just kind of placeholders for the next right. couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so like, why do we need a dynamic left defenseman when we have? Dynamic right defenseman coming up the pipeline. Probably because we want to make the playoffs and go farther the first round, but uh, but you can't you can't have two dynamic guys on defense. Why not? Why not have three dynamic? Why not, why not Burns and Carlson? Why not? Uh, because the Sharks never want to fucking Stanley Cup. True. Yeah. Good point. Teed that one up for you, Mike. Yeah. All right, let's move on to goaltending, guys. Uh, Cal Peterson's going to get the majority of the starts this year. I mean, he did last year, but. Supposedly, he's getting a lot more of the starts this year. What are your thoughts on our goaltending tandem, Rob? Um, it's it's not. I like quick. I'm a quick fan. He fights for us. Um, but he's 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 past his time right now. Um, 
Is that Jonathan Quick back there? Yes, that is Quick that just walked in right now. Um, he, uh... <laughs> he, uh... He deserves he deserves to uh, still be around. I don't think we should we should uh, get rid of him in any way. But it is it's it's Peterson's time. It you know he's he's done enough to show that he's very serviceable. But that being said, that's why I like Quick is because he was beyond serviceable. He he stole in those Stanley Cup runs. He stole games for us because he was right. so athletic and so good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how how good uh, Peterson can be if he can be that type of uh, goalie in the playoffs. If we do make the playoffs, but you know, I'm I'm not I'm not wowed by our goaltending just yet. I'm not either. Did the uh, does the preseason scare you at all as far as Peterson not looking that great, or is that just preseason being preseason? It's just preseason, preseason, stupid shit. Yeah, it's he he knows he's the starter, so he's not really. It's preseason. I mean, uh, I think Pearson still has more to prove, and he can get better. And I think, like Rob said, like I'm a big Quick fan too, and he's going to push Pearson to the brink. Quick is very competitive, and he's not just going to let him be the starter. You know what I mean? If Quick can win himself some more games played, he's obviously going to do everything he can. We have nobody. I mean, Sparks look good in preseason, but again, it's preseason. Beyond Sparks. You're not a, you're not a Lucas Parik fan? Come on, what are you talking about? Yeah, but he's way down the pipeline. We have nobody for a couple of years. Velalta, Velalta's it's actually been bus. surprisingly decent. Well, he had a bad year last year in Ontario, but that could be because Ontario's defense is horrible. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he looked good in preseason again, but still, it's preseason. All right, what do you feel are the Kings' biggest strengths and weaknesses? Mike, go ahead and start. I don't know what there's – strengths and weaknesses are because we're a team full question mark. Well, I, I can tell you right now. Like, I'll just jump in. Weaknesses is we are a wussy, soft team right now. Our biggest weakness is we have no team toughness. Our other biggest weakness is we severely lack goal scorers or so any, any kept, kind of scoring touch. So we should have kept McDermott is what you're saying. Duh. Well, Rob, what do you think? Team strength. Uh, uh, Nick Nixon and <laughs> Jarek Stoll are team weakness. Alex Faust and Patrick Orton. No there love for Army in there? Fucking Army, dude. Yeah, cool. It's cool, Army. I like Army. I, of course you do. <laughs> no, you know the cool thing about Army was uh, last season we were getting blown out and the guy stopped playing and he just went off on that. He was like, I didn't deserve to be in the NHL, but I played every game, played my heart out every game, even though I deserved to be there. And I was like, yeah, good you know, point, man. You know what's great? Uh, you know what's great about Jared Stoll? Co- cocaine and Aaron Andrews. Yeah. So. And two and two Stanley Cup rings. Yeah. yeah. Park and ride. <laughs> I told you I hated that question. Hey, Rodney, what uh, Kings player are you most excited about next year? I will tell you right now. I'm most excited about uh, Kachoff because he's the only offensively minded Kings player. Everybody else just wants to skate around and pass each other, and he'll actually shoot the puck every once in a while. Hopefully, Arvidsson breaks oh, that streak. Are we saying that right? Are we saying that right? Kachoff? It's Kachoff. So I watched uh, yep. about 97 Russian feeds, and they pronounce his name Kachoff, even though he changed his name to an E, and they call him Kachoff over here. 
And then your boy, the mayor, for some reason, calls calls him Tikachev because he has no idea how to pronounce the name, but it's catchy. But what does that matter? We don't know anything anyways, isn't it? Yeah, Tikachev? we don't know anything. So I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him. Yeah, cool. I'm going to call him Hey, Rob, you want to hear a funny story real quick? So we're playing We're playing. A, we're playing a hockey game, right, uh, out there in, uh, in Long Beach that we play. And uh, I don't know what I was doing, but. I was making, I think I was doing a spin move, a little dowdy spinorama, you know? And the guy's stick, he went to go poke the puck and he hit my skate and I fell. And uh, they called a penalty on him, whatever. And uh, the guy was like, what? He's like, man, whatever, dowdy. <laughs> that's, that's, he told me talking shit. And I stood up and I was like, looked at my goalie and I was like, you just call me dowdy. And I was like, dude, you fucking just call me dowdy. <laughs> Who are you excited to watch? Justin Brown, Jonathan Quick. Uh no, I I said in the beginning, Kaliev. I'm I want I want to know if if he's the real deal or not. You know, he's got a goal every, game right now. Everyone everyone talks about how you know he's he's lazy, he's slow, he's lucky, he's what he, whatever. I don't give a fuck what he is. If he's going to score 15, 20 goals for us as as a rookie. You know, so I don't think he's lazy. He might be a little slow, but other than not being roommates with Marcel Dion and his rookie year, does anybody see any similarities with Kaliev and Luke Robitaille? Slow skater? No, no. Not that good I defense. Just, I just said scores it, all no. kinds of goals. I just said it right now. No, no. Don't even start with that. Just throwing it I out just there. Said, I just said it right now. So what did no, you say? See, that's that's exactly that's I said Luke Robitaille was also slow. I guess that's right up our alley. That's that's something Kings fans would say. <laughs> All right. Do you see the Kings making the playoffs this year? And why or why not? Mike, go ahead. Michael. <laughs> uh, my heart says yes. My uh, brain says maybe. Um, I mean, there's no – they're basically – you're looking at Vegas – I guess number one, even though Robin Leonard's trying to destroy the locker room and crash that team down. Uh, Edmonton's maybe number two, even though their defense is horrible. And at the time, besides their top two centers, like it gets kind of weak. Um, so it leaves everyone else, right? There's the Kings, Vancouver, kind of question marks. It looks like they're on the uptuck with the players they have. But again, it's all potential and see how they play. Uh, Calgary is a shit show. We'll see where Daryl Soto takes him. Uh, Seattle, I don't think Seattle's that good. I feel like a lot of people are putting Seattle in the playoffs just because they they're got stupid. Hurt. Yeah, well, no, I feel like they were like, oh, Vegas is going to. Yeah, they, that shows you how stupid people are. Yeah, they're 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 playing CYA, right? Cover your ass because they're saying. I, I think every prediction poll I saw had the crack and finishing ahead of us, and I'm like, yeah, and like yeah. 98 points or 96 yeah. points. It's all CYA, cover your ass, because Vegas made it all stupid. Yeah. Uh, and San Jose, I mean, San Jose is going to crash and burn, and the Ducks are just bad right now. Rob, we making the playoffs or what? Um, yes. Last, we're, we're, we're getting that last spot in, in, into the playoffs. Um, and didn't we, didn't we win a Stanley Cup from – from the eight seed, I'm pretty sure we did. I'm pretty we sure did. we did. 
we did. Uh, Mike, do you still have Penner's phone number? Let's call him up and uh, confirm that. <laughs> I wish. Um, I, th- I think we get that last spot um, simply because we we are in the worst division in hockey, um, and and I'm willing to eat my words in how how long? Eight months? When when's when when do we start here? When's it over? Like April, right? So however yeah. many months that is away from there, I'm willing to eat my words, but I'm telling you right now, Seattle sucks. Still right. Just because Vegas one time as an expansion team, one fucking time, you know, shocked the whole entire league. But that's because their whole their whole <laughs> draft and they they mollywhopped everyone into giving them that roster. Yeah. And 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 the league was was more aware of that to not let that happen this time. And Seattle sucks, plain and simple. And you people that are saying Seattle's going to make the, the playoffs or they're going to finish that, you guys are just stupid. So I have to agree <laughs> with that one. Um, I think we're better than the Sharks. I think we're better than the Ducks. I think we're better than Seattle. Um, so that, means we just, that means we just got to be better than than. Calgary and Edmonton, right? Yeah, we got to be better than one of the Canadian teams. Right. And what do you guys think about Vegas? Fuck the Canadians, right? What do you guys think about Vegas? Oh, yeah, they're going to win the division. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't think they're as, 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 as good as they were before. They're still the best in our division, unfortunately. But they're not but, as good as they've been in no, the past. I don't think so. No, they're not. And you, it's funny. They just lost the Vesna Trophy winner. Yeah, right. and 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 everything's going to be great. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And Leonard's out there fighting Twitter wars. Dude, you don't understand what bipolar does, man. I'm bipolar, right? Oh, I know. It's there's no way he can go a whole season without flipping out a couple of times. I don't know. I can't and, and Edmonton, Edmonton, the same thing. They're just a big question mark. I mean, as much as I hate saying it, Connor McDavid is God's gift. He's I know, but he's, they're riding a four-year-old goalie. Their it defense makes me so got, mad. Their defense got worse. So if the case- I, I'll tell you what, Edmonton's goaltending sucks. Mike Smith, he yeah. sucks. And you know, I, I'm not one to always bash, but you know what? I'm bashing right now. <laughs> and then if he was standing right in front of me, I'd be like, Mike, can I have your autograph? No, but <clears throat> no, he's an Edmonton Oiler. I, 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 he's not, he's not the answer for them. Yeah. Can, can you win a cup with all offense and suspect defense and goaltending? They couldn't even get past the first round. What are you talking about? Right, not even that. Yeah. Oh, wait, whatever, what, whatever you want to talk quick. about, King Saki. No, 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 no. Real quick. What do you guys think about those jerseys? Okay, that's that's, that's what it. you said. That's what we're at. We're talking about whatever you want to talk yeah. about, not wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, well I wonder about the jerseys. Is that what you want to talk about the jerseys? No, I don't want to talk about jerseys. It's... Again, I, I think yeah, we talked. I think we talked about when we weren't recording, but we're walking around with those white gloves, and we don't have white glove energy team. I mean, my, my favorite Kings logo of all time is old school Chevy Gretzky era. Oh, logo, I love the logo. So... Love the logo, but the white gloves. Me, yeah. mine's that coat of, oh, I like the coat of arms, or I like the Burger King. Yeah, it reminds me of the, of the Knights white jersey, which that's what I don't like about it. But other than that, I like it. I'm maybe, just saying, maybe uh, if they put like the Burger King logo too. on the gloves, yeah. on top of the gloves, what do you think? I'm just saying, you, know, you guys, Rob, you see white gloves on the ice. What do you think? 
major doucher, it's yeah. time to get a little physical, right? And we, we have no out. physical players. White gloves, no all you need players. is a number 69 out there. Yeah, or red helmet and, you know, one of those three things. Yeah, two different colored socks. Yeah. That being said, how many pre-order jerseys did you buy today, Mike? Zero, but I would definitely take a jersey. Let me do one more thing on the Kings, and we'll go into that. Nobody, I don't know why nobody loves Martin Furk. I'm a huge Martin Furk fan, and here, here's the deal: his one-dimensional, whatever. I'm saying, keep him on, keep him on the Kings. Throw him in the fourth line, but on the power play, have management and have Martin Furk watch hours and hours of Ovechkin one-timer power play goals, and just Can you throw imagine him, throw him Furk? on PP one and just. Could you imagine Furk on the left side, Kaliev on the right side right? on PP one? Why, why, why with, is Furk with Kopitar and Kachev slicking around and then throw Dowdy at, at the top? Hardest Man. shot in the NHL. I know he got the scoring comp. I mean, the hardest shot in the AHL. But this is what, what I'm was talking it, 108, about. 109? Martin Furk was 29 years old in the first month of the season, and you guys are talking about a career AHLer. Anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, hey, 29. Don't, don't there and at 29, he was a career minor yeah. leaguer. You're you're not allowed to be a voice of reason when you're the dumbest guy here. You yeah, can't. Well, we're trying to Mark we're trying Burke. to imagine and and and, and have a little Mark fantasy Burke, one lined up in the spot where Brett Hall, Shanahan, Ovechkin made a living. Just line them up there, feed in the puck, yep. hit those one timers all day long. Ten Agreed. times, shoot that one timer. The eleventh time, do a pass, the back door, score because everybody's scared of that one timer. That's what I'm saying. Yep. No, I agree. Anyway. Let's talk about so, the Ontario Rain family experience. Yeah, let's talk about what you're doing right now. You're drinking a beer. You know what that would cost you if you're at a rain game? A little more than it's costing me now. 17 freaking dollars. And I said freaking so you don't edit it. 17 freaking dollars. Did you say freaking? Are, are you editing it out? That 18 if, if, if it's an import. Really? Yes. That was preseason too, right? That was preseason. This isn't even Staples Center, LA Kings. This is Ontario Rain. This is Ontario Rain. $18 beers. Here, and I'm I'm gonna I took a picture of the menu. Let me let me read you the menu here. Hey, what did the boys think of the game though? They have fun. Uh, I couldn't afford taking. It's it's absolutely uh kettle corn, a bag of kettle corn that you buy at the fair for five dollars that's overpriced at the fair. Oh, let's just double that and make it a ten dollar bag. Yeah, why not? Even number. So, anyways, that's what I want to talk about is that I went went to a, a rain game and, and was just like flabbergasted. Yeah, I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, uh, Joe, Darren. <laughs> I want to say Joe and Derek. Darren. Uh, Derek. Oh, Darren, yeah. Definitely but not Darren, Dan, though. Definitely no, not Dan. This is a, no, I'm sitting here while we're talking. I'm sitting there and I'm hearing. And the reason why I say those two guys is because I'm hearing both of them talk to me right now because they're so, they're so, I don't know, realistic about things. You know, they, they, they just the way that they try and be, they're just smarter than I am. That's all. They're, they're just, I think they're smarter than all of us. Yeah. So, no offense, Michael. Well, that's easy. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully people listen and maybe we can get a little, uh, 
live stream going one of these days yeah, and we'll actually do, we'll inter like interact that. with with joe and darren and have them and then people can actually hear how yeah. smart they are but how stupid they are at the same time because yeah. they, they'll make They're too stupidly much sense. smart and smartly stupid it's just ridiculous. yeah and that's the thing we don't want to necessarily make sense i want i i like dustin brown because he looks like my kid <laughs> he looks like andrew to me you know um i like i like kopitar because he he's looks like lurch you know just we like these people not because they're good just because why do you like dowdy seriously because you think you look like dowdy right Mike? <laughs> you actually think you play like dowdy I, I, that's I the only reason why he, he likes a persona he he, he plays exactly. and he feels like he is has nothing to do with how good he is but you'll argue tell you'll fight somebody do to you, say how good he is mike do you argue every Thing the ref says do you, do you yell at like in a really high voice and argue them yes he does that's no. what i want to know no 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 rob i'm, I'm an ex-catcher so i buddy up with all you the look referees. Like <laughs> he set himself up there yeah. oh that's good you wish you wish <laughs> uh, i'm an ex-baseball catcher so i buddy up with the referees all the time oh, so i don't good. argue hey just to let everyone know I don't have a job. I live with my parents. <laughs> I don't think he had to say it. That's gonna. That's how the video is gonna start. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You, you, you're gonna have to do a good job of editing. That was classic. Yeah, edit out that uh, left defenseman talk I was doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I gotta give a shout out to my brother too. Nick, my brother Nick. He's uh, he's gonna listen to this for sure. One hundred percent. My. Nick is in Nicolaj, the former uh, legendary Fridays. Yep. What was that game called that used to play up on Fridays? What was it called? The, the I don't trivia know, game. But he was. Whenever I went to Fridays, he would always be like number one All on right. the list. He would All get right. free T-shirts for for finishing in the like right, top ten national. All right, Kings fans, don't forget to cross check that like button, subscribe to our channel for more LA Kings fan talk in the future. Until next time, go Kings, go. Let's go, I follow. Figures. Figures. <laughs>